There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, today we are joined by Dr. Jess, I'm going to nickname you, and you're going to give me the rest of, yeah. of your name, Jess, so I don't butcher it, but thanks for joining me, because I know it's, um, you are my first US-based guest, and Yay. it's 6am over there. So 6am. Yes. Good morning. Thank you very much. <laughs> and good morning. I was just saying, I'm so, well, first, thanks for being so flexible. Um, and I'm so excited to be here because I'm such a big fan. Um, I just saw your video. You're freaking hilarious. You're, I get so excited every time I see one of your videos because it's point on, just accurate. And it, that's what makes it so comical. I feel it's just great. Uh, but yeah, my name's Jess. I'm a physiotherapist here in the United States. I live out of Los Angeles. I'm also a runner, a distance runner. I'm a running coach, and I run a running club out here in L.A. And, yeah, I've been running for almost 22 years, pretty much my whole life. And running is kind of a big part of my life. So, uh, hence why I came, you know, into contact with Mr. Gary here, who's, you know, another passionate <laughs> runner and uh, comedian. So, uh, yeah, thanks for inviting weird, me. I really right? appreciate it. It's so cool. I think it's cool that you can kind of blend the things that you love and make it a thing, you know, and people totally gravitate towards it if it's genuine. And so, yeah, but I appreciate it. I am so happy to be on here and get to chat with you. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, because this was scheduled a few days before. But if, um, yeah, Jess sounds great at the moment. And I always hear her full of energy, but you, you, were, you weren't too well the other day, were you? No, I just ran a Boston Marathon and I never had COVID. I've uh, escaped three years of it and I finally got COVID and it, it, it hit me pretty bad. I guess I ended up running with COVID. I had no idea. Um, and so after I was done running, it just, it, it tore me down pretty bad. Um, but I'm happy yeah. that I am okay and I'm get here talking. So, yeah. Great. So we're going to get into bit more of your journey about running and everything but I'm gonna I'm gonna start at the end actually if if, if that's all right and just mm -hmm. I want to know um more about the Boston Marathon because over here in the UK it's growing in kind of 
people mm-hmm. want to do it people want to qualify for it I coached a lady that's over there um, for Boston and that really ignited my interest even more I've grown up through running watching some of the battles and obviously watching the tragedy and watching the weather and all that kind of thing so just give us an outline about what makes Boston so special especially for you being out in the U.S. Yeah, uh, Boston is definitely probably the biggest marathon for your everyday runner. I think it's pretty much considered the pinnacle of racing for a non-elite runner. And then obviously an elite runner, it's a popular, it's a popular marathon. It's the oldest marathon of the United States. Um, and it's, be, it's one of the only marathons that you have to qualify to get into. So, um, what we call it, it's like the Olympics for, for, for us. So if you could get in, I mean, you have major bragging rights and you've become, you're considered a a pretty serious runner. So I think for the serious runner, um, Boston is, Mm. is the Olympic is our Olympic. So, um, it's a huge deal. And of course this historical context, um, of it, um, also adds the, the allure, um, and of course, respectability, iconic, um, aspect to the whole thing. So yeah, it's huge. It's huge for us. It's always been, um, and yeah, I've been lucky to run it twice now. And, uh, now you kind of, once you start, you kind of don't want to stop because when you don't qualify, um, everyone's like, Oh no, you didn't qualify. You're going to have to find a race to qualify. So yeah, I think, uh, yeah, for, for this, the, the serious long distance runners uh, making it to Boston, is like that's the finish line so yeah really cool to be able to run it over the years the the qualifying times as more and more people want to qualify are they coming down or have they yeah. stayed relatively the same no are they coming down? they're coming down um when i first tried to qualify uh it was a 335 but this is right before co this is before covid um, you couldn't get in with a qualifying time. You had to uh, bank about six minutes faster than the qualifying time. There were so many people mm-hmm. that were qualifying. It didn't have enough slots that they ended up dropping the qualifying time by five minutes, um, almost in every category. And so now um, for me, the qualifying time is 3.30 and for the men it's under three hours to qualify for Boston. Um, and still you're trying to run a pretty nice buffer. So most people are really aiming five minutes under qualifying time to get in. Um, and, uh, we'll see this, these past few years since COVID, <clears throat> they haven't really used a buffer system for it. So if you qualify, you get in, but we don't know what's going to happen this upcoming year. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, um, <clears throat> like, like for London marathon, I guess the aspect is more on the charity aspect and mm. everyone and a lot of the allocations go to that but we have like championship entry which is which is a certain that would be a guaranteed entry and then you also have good for age kind of categories so that sounds a little bit more like your qualification system but again it's just a small amount of the entries in total uh. because the amount of charity entries so it, London's even like quite complicated to try and Get oh yeah if you're not if you if you're not fast enough basically yeah Yeah, all of us out here are trying to go out to london so (laughs) we all talk about london all the time um yeah it's one of the world majors right so uh it's a very popular uh uh, marathon and so yeah i think it's it's isn't it this weekend today tomorrow the marathon yeah tomorrow yeah tomorrow morning yeah that's awesome so um Good luck to everybody. We have a we have a handful of people out here who are at London right now, 
Um, but yeah, London's another, I think all the world majors are really hard to get into Berlin, Tokyo, mm. um, Chicago is probably the easiest. Um, yeah. So. And it's Boston. Like I know it as quite a challenging, typical oh. marathon course, I guess. Um, it's especially doing more research again, like this, this year. So it's quite hilly in terms of road marathons, but also the support looks unreal as well. So yeah, we've got some fast marathons in the UK or challenging marathons, but the support is really at London mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's where, and even London has quite quiet parts, but Boston just looks Boston it looks crazy in a good way from start to finish. It, is it really like that? It is an animal. That's what I think. There's 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 a lot of magic there. So um, Boston is always ran on a Monday on Patriot's Day. It's an actual state holiday. So no one in the state works. And they encourage everyone, yeah. all the residents, to go out <clears throat> and support. So you'll see citizens and residents out there. Um, and on the same day, there's actually a baseball game and a basketball game. So a lot of things going out in the city of Boston. Uh-huh. Um, but it's bananas. I mean, I've never seen so many people from the second you start to the the inch you finish they're screaming people and um usually i run with with music <clears throat> and <clears throat> excuse me but the last year i, I didn't um and it, it you use there's no need for music you can't hear anything there's just like people yelling in your face it's really cool um you can definitely just count on someone if you turn to your left or to your right someone's going to be yelling at you so it's, it's so cool best best cheering best cheer crowd and uh yeah yeah in the world maybe i don't know but i would safe to say and you're someone who's got for me like on the outside looking in you've got a lot of energy anyway and when you run with energy you share your story with energy so i guess they're the kind of races that you enjoy yeah i mean it's nice because no matter how hard you train you kind of it kind of hurts marathons are not fun um, and mm. so you go through moments of like, oh, sh- you know, beep, am I going to make this? Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then a stranger calling out your name or saying like, you got this looking chain in your eye, like, you go. And you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. So, <laughs> um, no, it's, 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 it's so special. And uh, the, the crowd is just unreal. I mean, there's nothing like it. So for anyone who's really curious and thinks like, Hey, I want to give it a try. I highly, Boston is one of my top uh, rated rated marathons. My favorite marathon um, to run up to this point, um, and I hope to be able to run it as many times as possible. So, yeah. Good. Um, right. So on that note, you've run many marathons. Uh, take us back now, back to almost <laughs> like the start, because I know you're um, a physiotherapist out out there. Yeah. But- like what got, what got you into running and then also what got you into the physiotherapy style, yeah. side of things? Um, this is going to sound really funny. Well, I started running, I ran my first marathon when I was 12. Um, and it kind of came out of a spur of, well, my parents are, are immigrants. I'm a first uh, generation American and I didn't really grow up with a lot of uh, resources. And so there was a program given to these low income students and it's called Students Run LA. And it's sponsored by Saucony. Mm. And at the time, it was sponsored by Saucony. And what they did was they provided uh, these low-income kids with running shoes, a whole running uh, workout, uh, uh, running attire, and they paid for all your races, and they prepared you and coached you to run the LA Marathon. 
So um, wow. I had no idea what I was doing at 12. So my coach was like, just do this, just come. It's like an after school program. So um, I was actually really good at running at the time, running laps around school. So I ended up joining Students Run LA and I ran my first marathon in 2002. Um, and I remember not being at the marathon and not knowing that I was going to run a marathon until I was about 13 crying. And some lady was like, honey, what's going on? I'm like, how much longer? She's like, you're only halfway. Keep going. I'm like, what is this? I remember finishing. It was about almost seven hours. Um, and then I'm like, oh, this is a marathon. This is what my coach has been saying. They've been saying this word, but I did. I, I had no idea what yeah. that was. Like, I didn't understand. I wouldn't have a clue how yeah, far I, 26 miles is at that age. Exactly. So, um, and I remember they gave us a medal. We wore it to school and everyone and they gave us all this attention and everyone was so proud of us. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this again. And I, that's how I started. So I've been running since then. Um, and running really is the reason what led me into physiotherapy, actually. It, it's actually the reason that I've, everything that's happened in my life has been through running. Um, I got to run in college because of running, um, had an interest in sports medicine, um, in college. And, um, my coach introduced me to the athletic trainer on the team, the athletic trainer introduced me to the physical therapist and so on and so forth. And, um, I've always liked helping people, um, or I felt like I need to give back to people the same way that people have given back to me. Um, and one, I like sports, um, uh, like helping people. So just fit in with being a physical therapist. And so, uh, yeah, after college, I applied to physiotherapy school and that's how I became a physical therapist. Mm -hmm. What kind of, um, what does the training look like for physiotherapy out there? Does it like in terms of years and stuff? Cause I, like, cause I know physiotherapists and there is over in the UK, it's quite, say it's quite ranging in terms of yeah just like ability specialisms things like yeah. that but what does the journey look like over there it's pretty strenuous here I'm, I'm sure it's a, a similar over there um so you have to go to uh you know college and get your bachelor's in some sort of biology or pre-med um and then you apply to physical therapy school which is a almost the equivalent of med school getting into med school in that sense um it's really competitive mm. It's a three-year program, and you finish with a doctorate. So all uh, physio degrees are doctorate degrees. Um, and then from there, you can choose to go to residency and fellowship for a specialty. Um, and I went to residency and fellowship for a sports um, and orthopedic specialty. And so, yeah, I did five, pretty much five, five years of schooling. It could be up to five years of schooling. Um, and, um, yeah, and, or it could just be three. really depends. It it depends on what you want to do. You can be a well-rounded therapist and just kind of do it all. Um, or you can be a little yeah. bit more specialized. And I think in my eyes, I knew I'm like, well, I like what I do and I like helping people, but I also want to have a niche of people I prefer to work with. Um, right now I work at a hospital, so I see everyone. Um, but because I'm mm -hmm. one of the uh, orthopedic and sports specialists, I tend to see a little bit more athletes, um, or, you know, off, uh, orthopedic cases. So, yeah. And, um, were you running all through that time as well through college? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And how did you feel like, is it like, again, from over here, like I see us college running as 
mega competitive, um, almost like a numbers game, that yeah. kind of thing. And it's 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 almost not shone in the best light over here. And I've been in involved in running for 15, 20 years. Obviously, there is amazing stories as well. Yeah. But is it is it as tough as it kind of sounds? Yes. And I ran Division Three, So there's different divisions of colleges. And I ran probably the lowest division. Mm. And I this is probably a reason maybe there's a let's say a nice decade, I wasn't competitive. Um, I think it you have to be a certain type of person to really enjoy the competitiveness of college sports. It's really intense. And it is about numbers. Um, colleges are paying you, you're more of an employee. Um, I think that there are supportive coaches, but I, as much I am competitive, but I, I don't think that it was, I've always ran because I've loved running. Um, and running for me, yeah the love didn't come from winning. So I don't think I was a great, (laughs) I was not a great cross country. You were there to party. Yeah, I was like, let's have fun. This is awesome. Let's connect with our, you know, nature and humans community. And everyone's like, no, we got to win. And I'm like, I can't do this. So um, I was good, uh, top 10 in my team, but I, it was, it became um, such a job. So I could see that whole light, but mm. I really, if you talk to the competitors, like the top runners, top athletes in, in college, U.S. college sports, they're, they're there because they know they're going to go pro. Their dream is to go pro and, mm. you know, and, and win the whole thing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really tough. It's a cutthroat world, especially now. I can't imagine being an athlete now. Um, thank God that they've mm. passed the NIL laws where you can make money off of, you know, these kids, but um yeah it's a, it's a, it's really intense so I'm happy I'm not I a guess college you have kid. to be almost <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, so am I. yeah yeah, yeah I, I, well actually I had quite fu- I had a lot of fun in my college but, yeah <laughs> yeah I wasn't running yeah. there you go see <laughs> the um yeah I imagine you also have to get a little bit lucky with the because I know it's quite driven by the head coaches and they'll have their own kind of systems and method methodology and philosophy yeah. and a lot of the time, if you're, because you're still young kids at that age, really, and developing, if you don't fit into that mold, but you might fit into another coach's mold, it's, I imagine it's tough again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad you made that comment. I still talk to one of the, my co- my my college assistant coach, and I remember we had a conversation, and he said, you know, you work harder now as an adult than I ever saw you work in college, and I was like, yeah, because I actually mm. really love I know what I'm doing it for now. Um, in college, I was just like, I was 16, 17. Someone's telling me what to do. I'm like, I have school. Um, and my coach had, like, if you didn't fit in with the fast girls, it was like, you didn't, you know, you weren't going to get catered to. And so I felt so, I mean, your kids, you kind of want to feel like you're making someone proud, especially your coach. So, um, yeah, that it yeah. was hard. It was hard for me. Um, but it was a great experience. I mean, I'm never, I'm never going to say I, I regret it. I think it was great. No. Uh, it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just always thinking of like, I've got young kids now and like, I'm always thinking like just longevity in the sport. Exactly. Like I always like, like I've only, I've only known from your social media, but like, like I said at the start, you just look like you're having fun every single time and I know obviously it's not like that but the amount of energy that you bring to your running but you're also like you've 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 been through all the serious stuff as well it's just like I hope that yeah in the future like more kids can just have more longevity yeah no and um I think uh if from my division three team 
no one from that team, even the top girls are running today. Mm. None of them. I'm the only one that's yeah. continued on. And so um, not even the class above or below me out of that whole cross country, that whole program, no one runs except me. And um, I think that says a lot. I was like the only one that was like, look, I'm going to show up and I'm going to run what I feel like today. And I'm going to have fun. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. I think you do burn out. I can't imagine. So now we have kids. Um, there's this very popular school out here, high school. It's called high school, Newbury Park High School. And they have cranked out one of the fastest kids in the country. And I think, wow, I can't believe they're putting so much pressure on, on kids and now they're performing, but we'll see that, you know, mm. everyone expected all these kids to do really amazing and I'm sure they will, but yeah, what is the longevity? You're pushing a kid to the full limit. Um, so mm. I don't know, maybe I'm just jealous. Those kids are fast. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. So like, you, you, you know, when you get to see these posts, it's like a 5k time by a 14 year old or something. Like, it's oh bananas. <laughs> so I think if you're, if, you're, if you're letting your kids do what they want to do, I think that's like the way to go. Um, and then I know some, I have, I know this high school girl who's super competitive loves, loves this, the, the whole competitive aspect of it. And she's thriving in college. So I just mm. think it depends, you know, but yeah, it's not for everybody. I think the main thing is to have a good community within that team, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So like there's some of the local clubs around here and some of the more prominent clubs, even now the ones who get the, from what I can see, the ones who get the best results are still the ones that have the best community right. around it. And they're, they're kind of, whether it's social outside of things, whether it's just, yeah, having fun alongside it. Like I speak to, I've got some really good physiotherapists that I speak to in there in the club scene yeah. or, and that's really where the fo where the focus is. Yeah, community is everything. Yeah, yeah. So you have support, and you feel like if you're going through something, you have people that are going to have your back. Um, if you feel supported, I think it's easier for you to handle a lot of things. Um, so yeah, community is everything. Yeah. On that, tell me more about um, how did you get involved in the LA running scene? Tell me more about yeah. that because I know again, like. We could speak for hours, I imagine, on all the different facets totally. of what you do. It's great. It's crazy. It. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I like when I saw that you, I just, I mean, yeah, I knew you were a physiotherapist. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, she's actually running. Like, she's a coach. I do a lot. In LA. Like, and her husband. So... Uh, I do a lot. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the running, the LA running. What, what are they called again? Sorry? What's the group that you've got? Is it Lift? Is that Lift? Lift, no. yeah. Lift. Vip yeah, Valley. Valley Temple Training Run Club. Um, so I I live in LA County. I'm about 20 minutes uh, away from downtown um, without traffic. Yeah, add that mm. in there. Um, and um, the LA running scene really blew up, I'd say, a, a good five to eight years ago. Um, we have a lot of brands out here throwing money. And um, a lot of it really goes to more the metropolitan downtown um, LA area. So a lot of the suburbs and the outskirts of LA County are really ignored. So um, after investing a lot of my time mm -hmm. into the LA downtown LA Santa Monica area, you know, I've lived in what we call the Valley. Um, it's pretty famous, um, but the Valley uh, for 30 years, my whole life. And I'm like, there's no teams out here. There's only at the time, there's only three teams and we cater to 3 million residents and all of us will go out, travel into a different city to train. And so, um, wow. eventually, uh, it took me long enough, but last year I thought this is it. I can't, I can't keep 
investing my time into a different community that I don't live in. Um, there's so many runners out here. I know mm. hundreds of runners out here who run and we all travel out. So I decided to start a running club with the hope of trying to bring um, more resources and a community to more people here. So, you know, after work, instead of commuting an hour to go run, like, let's go down to the, you know, our famous little park here and run and train. Um, and another passion of mine right now is trail running. So I started also um, adding trail runs and you wouldn't be, I was actually surprised that there were a lot of people who have never ran trails ever in their life. So um, introducing them to our local trails and nature and um, having people get involved with, with, you know, our wildlife was uh, pretty cool. And so, yeah, that's how it kind of naturally started and it's still pretty new, but I'm really excited to see how much it's grown and how many people are, are, are thankful for it. Um, and yeah, I hope that it continues to, um, motivate other people to start run clubs here. And I never, I've always been a proponent for the more clubs, the merrier. Um, and being friendly Mm. with other run clubs is super important to me. I don't like the whole, um, if you run with my club, you can't run with any other club. So I hate that. Uh, so we've, we've had a few um, joined run club runs here with other run clubs. And it's been really cool to see the unity between all of us. And that's kind of what I'm going for. Um, in L.A., it's not like that. So and I like to bash on my, uh, my L.A. folks. I love L.A., but it's a little bit uh, it's a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. If you're in our crew, this is our crew. So, um, yeah. Got yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. Like the closest we've got, and I, I've got no real experience of this, is like in, in London, especially, there's like London Run Crews, and they've all got different names and stuff, and they've come across it in the last five or ten years. And um, and, and yeah, it's, it's there's a lot of them. It's quite, I guess it's quite tribal yeah. is the best way to maybe Yeah, so it's it a worldwide thing, extent. and, I, and um, it makes sense because I think when you invest money and resources into your club and, and, and you're giving it, I think you always, and my... My mom always told me, you can't give things and expect anything back in return. And so I've always gone with that intention. Like, I'm here. You know what? I will give you guys free whatever. Does it? You don't have to stay with me. It's okay. So um, it's kind of interesting mm. now in the Valley. Uh, my run club is on Wednesdays. And there's a run club on Tuesdays, on Thursdays, and Mondays. And we all share each other's runs. And I'm like, this is beautiful. What a community we have. Um, we have now, our, now our runners can go to all of our clubs. Um, but yeah, in LA, it's a little bit different. Mm. I've heard a few things here and there and, um, and I think it's changing though. I think people are realizing like, that's not the vibe. Um, and that's not what people want. So if we want to help our community, we have to be open to understanding that we're here to help each other, not to tear each other down. So, yeah. And I guess if you've, if you're a runner and you're not necessarily someone who is coach or coaching or volunteering, and you've got more options, then you don't want to be involved in the politics of what club is doing what. But if you and, and on your side of things, I guess if you don't want that to have the pressure of to keep this up, then you need to run three or four sessions a week. Right. Your time. Yeah. It's like if you're doing Tuesday and you and you can go and do yeah. Wednesday and. and yeah, I've always fine. thought if you want to be a community leader, you have to think about the community um, and not make it so much about you. Um, so yeah. And I think that's where I'm at. Um, and maybe it just comes from where I come from. I mean, I, I, I service at a hospital. I help so many different kinds of people. I think everyone deserves, um, 
all the resources. And so I've, I've always done it with the intention. So I think I might come off like, oh, my run club is, yeah, I'm not, maybe not that serious. But I'm like, no, 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 I'm here to provide you a space. If you want to run with me, great. If you don't, that's fine too. Here, there are three other clubs you can run with. They're awesome. So um, I've always been a proponent of, look, I'm just here to have fun. I'm here to yes. have fun. <laughs> We're here to run together. <laughs> like you've got... Um you've got like such a pool of people in the short like yeah. kind of amount yeah. of space it's yeah you d there's there's no reason exactly. to be kind of too protective yeah it's I kind guess, of like a, yeah like you'd be you, people will be attracted to you for your energy and you might get someone who's maybe yeah. more serious and that kind of thing and people are exactly. attracted to that so I know. It's been fun. Um, I'm learning a lot. And I'm learning a lot about the politics and like how to be like, okay, how do we navigate this? This is bananas. So yeah, yeah always Go. learning. And, uh, yeah. but I'm excited to push, push it a little bit and, um, and see. If you had, um, if you had support from any companies or I don't, I wouldn't know how it works out there. Any no, brands or any facilities? No, right even? now. So the crazy thing about, where I live is that there are a lot of tracks, but no one wants to open a track for us. It's all about money. Everything's about money. So um, mm. right now we have, we've had a few companies send us stuff and send us support. Fractal is a big, big supporter of mine. Um, and I support them a lot. Fractal um, okay. and Tracksmiths has always been, Hey, if you need help, here we are. Um, other than that, we, everything's been pretty much on, either the community runners donating things, a lot of it is from me, um, but I, one of the things that I wanted to make very clear is my running club has always been like, I'm never gonna charge anyone for anything. If we ever use a track and we rent it, it's gonna come off a grant, a fundraiser, or something like that. Mm. Um, we've raffled off bibs, usually from race directors saying, hey, I'll give you a bib, we'll raffle it off or something like that. Um, but no, no, no brands per se have um, gone on and sponsored us. Um, yeah, and I don't know if that might be something we're necessarily looking at at the moment, but hopefully maybe down the line that would be a cool resource for us too. So, yeah. Un unused tracks it, it, over here, it just drives me crazy. And I've never been a track runner and I've never really uh -huh. trained on a track, if I'm honest, but because I live I know in you I cannot I really like minutes. where you live. You all your videos are like where's this magical place? This yeah. is so green. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Like I I hear you talking about like the valley has 3 million and it's like my valley has Oh my gosh. People. See that sounds <laughs> It's like my my village has got yeah, less than 500 definitely people. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah. And and the av average age it, they're all retirement age so I'm probably Wow. Yeah, you you uh you you have a magical place where you live at. So, uh yeah, no, here mm. we have a there's a brand new track 3 miles away from here. Brand new at a community college where they do not have a cross country or a track team has never been used. I have called multiple times and they say we can't loan it to you. And I'm like, "Why? This is bananas." Um so I went on their radio when I talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully that'll change. <laughs> yeah. 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 You never know. This there we go. Might See? Go wild in LA Thanks, Gary. It's going to go. It's going to change. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it sorted. <laughs> um, what does your typical like week look like as a 
yeah, just let's reel them off. Like oh. physical therapist, coach. You've got. I've seen you tr- the training that you put in as well. It, like although you obviously love having fun, but you yeah. work very hard yeah. at that as well. Um, I yeah. Give us give us I the oversight. I guess on that. I'm a workaholic, and I don't really like to admit it. So yeah, I work 40 hours a week at a hospital. Um, of your typical seven to four, eight to five. Um, and after that, I immediately leave work and I will run. And that will be one to two hours every day. And um, on my lunch breaks, I will talk to my athletes. Um, and yeah, and that is an everyday thing, like Sunday to Sunday. This, uh, and on, on mm-hmm. weekends, sometimes I'll see private clients um, if they're not um, it, it, it's Kaiser, it's insurance space here. So as long as I don't have the hospital insurance, I will see them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then most of my training happens on the weekend. So Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, we're, I'm a pretty busy person, and I'm really happy my husband's pretty busy too because if he wasn't, I'd be like in trouble. I'm like, where are you? You're never home. Um, we, it's, it's, it, it works for us. My mom gets a little concerned, but me and my husband don't get home until 8.30 at night, and we see each other for an hour every day. Um, and then on the weekends, yeah. we spend a lot of time. Does he, does he run as he, well? He's, a, he's training not? for an Ironman right now. So, um, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm a little, you know what? He's going to do great. I'm really excited for him. But I was uh, thinking about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, he has to swim two hours, bike for five, and run a marathon. Okay, this is going to be bananas. So, um, but it's been kind of nice. This is the first time he's trained um, for this race. He's done sprints and halves. um, So he's going for it. Uh, But it's been nice because now we get to train together. So um, I really, really enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Exactly. So yeah. So right now my mom's like, when do you have kids? And I'm yeah. like, kids? I don't know what's going to fit right now. Give me one more year. One more year. I'll do it. My doctor's telling me it's time. You're going to hit 35. You're going to have kids. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. It's a lot of pressure. Give me one more year. So yeah. 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 I could definitely get See? the Ironman out of the way first. That's what I, I did one too. And it was like, I had the amount of time that that can take up. And the, most of it is just researching yeah which one did you run yeah uh over here in the uk it's um it was called uh oh outlaw so it's not um it wasn't the iron man franchise but it was iron distance and it's called the outlaw in in a city called nottingham so it was yeah again i was i'd come in from a run run background and thought 
back in that, those days, I was just trying to run longer and yeah. do ultra marathons. Social media wasn't a thing, but I was just like, well, what do I do next? And instead of, I remember, I, instead of buying a, like Trail Running Magazine or Runner's World, I bought a triathlete magazine for whatever reason. And I was flicking through, <laughs> didn't own a bike or anything. And then like, it's, <laughs> I, I can't remember why I bought it, but uh, yeah, I, on the back of that, I signed up for an Ironman thinking, well, that's wow. the next challenge. Yeah, it was, it's pretty rough. And I can't, even now, I think I've blocked out the swim training because I could swim, yeah. but like, you know, not swim right. properly. <laughs> so yeah, just like open water. And I did a lake, lake triathlon over here, which was like half distance. And then, yeah, I remember doing the lake swim, but there was massive oh my waves gosh. in the lake. And if anything, it was my fast. It was my fastest ever swim somehow <laughs> because of the waves. I think getting pushed along, came out, and then I hadn't looked at the map for the run. I had for the bike, yeah, like up, up very hilly bike ride. So I was really worried about it. Um, got through that and thought, right, I'm going to the run, which is what I'm good at. I'll be okay. But it's it. <laughs> I didn't even know this, and this is how naive I was. It went up the <gasps> highest mountain in England, which is Scaffell Pike. And I was just cramping. I was lying on the floor. I hadn't didn't know anything about nutrition. I'd only oh been running out for years, and yeah, it's just the whole, the whole experience was oh my still goodness. traumatized me. I think, and like, like on the on the bike, I had no gloves, and it was like it was raining that hard. Oh I couldn't God. see anything. Well, you did it. Congrats! Oh my so, yeah, God. I did that. I did the Iron Man, and then I'd literally never, <laughs> never went near it ever again since. Oh my god! But you do ultras, and ultras are not easy. So uh, you know. Mm. Well, I always say it's like a lot of people just fall into ultras because, yeah, the commitment to keep getting faster in the in the marathon is, is it's is, really hard. It's hard, yeah. So it's sometimes it. It's easy to. I know. It's definitely my vibe. Slow. I have to do a road. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do one road so I can beat you. But uh, I really enjoy being out in the trails, and I can't imagine. I mean, our trails out here in Los Angeles are completely different. I'm sure than the stuff that. I mean, you run beautiful, gorgeous, like in forests. I run, you know, pretty much desert. But uh, um, mm. it's uh, it's really, really, really awesome, and I really enjoy my time out there. So, yeah, cheers to. What kind mm-hmm. of trail races? What, what kind of trail races do you have over over there? Do you have to travel yeah, far? Yeah, pretty for much. Um, at least an hour for a an ultra. Uh, my first mm-hmm. ultra I did in Big Bear, which is about two and a half hours. And um, again, you know, I was raised in LA, so we didn't really do a lot of things. So it was the first time I've ever ran in a forest. So it was really magical for me. I'm like, oh my god, I'm running in a forest. There's all these trees. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So uh, it was really hard, but it was so magical. I really enjoyed it. So um, I really love that ultras kind of let me explore different um, different worlds, really, for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, so out here we have um, the Santa Monica Mountains. So I get to run those, but it's not like – it's really you're just mm. on, on – you're running on, on bare mountains. So um, it's still fun, beautiful. We get to see a lot of ocean um and bushes so but it's but it's great you know so better than out being on the road mm. running with cars yeah well you get the benefit of the weather yes I that's guess. the one so thing see i can i'm a solar system. panel i can run in heat all day 
you take me out in uh, <laughs> 60 degree weather uh, Fahrenheit and I'm wearing a sweater and everyone's like what's wrong with you and I'm like it's freezing I need 80 degree weather here it's crazy yeah so when you come over and do London you're gonna have like oh my gosh you should have seen me like, you should have seen me in Boston they're like this is perfect running weather and I'm like 49 degrees this is this is this is gonna be bad I need 60 I'm shivering <laughs> after I was done running I looked purple my friend's like what's what's wrong with you and I'm like it's I mean first of all but finishing but oh, it was terrible oh, it was, it's hard finishing any marathon is hard but yeah yeah I'm not good with cold weather no no <laughs> Uh, what have you What have you got coming up? Because uh, mm-hmm. you've just done Boston. Uh, remind us. Well, remind me. I guess everyone else might not know. But what What time did you run at Boston? So Boston? I'll be and honest. I know I was up? running. I was. I've been training, and really, my goal was a three uh, a 3.10 to three fifteen was really where I was aiming for. I ended up running a three thirty five. Um, and I think honestly it was, I uh, because it, I, I really think it was COVID. I felt so good going into this. I yeah. was hitting, I mean, even my long runs was probably the best shape I've been in in a long time for road racing. Um, and I remember going to, into mile 16 and I look, I was like, wow, I'm running so fast. I probably need to slow down. And I looked at my watch and I'm like, fuck, I'm running 820. This is bad. And I'm supposed to be running 730, 720, 725. Yeah. So, um, and then I remember I'm like, should I call my coach? I was, I was panicking. I went down a mental spiral and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna keep going, keep going. And I kept going, kept going. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's uh, nothing in the tank here for me. I'm just gonna cry a little bit while I run and, uh, and keep, <laughs> keep going <laughs> and have, have fun. And I saw again, the crowds were there. So once you start, I started walking once and some guy was like, come on, young lady, don't walk. Don't, this is the Boston marathon. And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so if I wasn't for the crowd, I probably would have ran a lot slower. Um, but three thirty-five, I think I'll take it for not being, not feeling so great. Um, and yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've not had, I've not had that experience, but I have ran a mar- I've only ran what five road marathons, and one of those Ooh, was in Barcelona. That sounds um, amazing. Um, which was lovely and everything. And then I remember the next one. I think it was the next one. Was I was in better shape, a bit like you've explained, but there was just nothing there at all. And then the full following week, I was full of viral, I'm full of virus essentially. So. I think if you've gone into that and you're obviously taping yeah. and resting and then yeah. COVID's there, right? And you haven't, but but you're not training hard. So you haven't just tipped over the edge and then in the race, there's nothing worse than that feeling. Yeah, totally. The battery's taken out and you, there's exactly. no Exactly. And I think I felt like a, yeah. I kind of, I don't know what it is. It's like a little bit of shame. You're like, oh my God, I've been like, I, this is what I was going for. Everyone's like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, you've been shouting about how great training's been. I feel a little silly right now. I'm gonna go hide. Um, so when I when we got the so did a little part of you were like slightly, quietly, quietly kind of pleased that you were sick afterwards, and you could legitimately say, "Look, waving around." That's exactly what happened. I was like, "No, break it! No wonder I have COVID. This is why." Uh, so that was it. I mean, it still doesn't take the, the sting away, but I have a, I have another marathon, uh, marathon in July. Mm. So my coach is like, this is it girl. You, you got it. You got it. So I've raced in July and I'm having another, I have an ultra in October. I'm planning to run another, uh, 
ultra in August. Um, and that's just for fun. It's, it's I want to run, um, it's called the backbone trail. It's 69 miles. It goes from pretty much one end of mm. end of LA County to the other end, shore to shore. And, uh, I wanted to do that for my birthday, but my birthday is coming up. So I'm just going to do it in August and I'm just going to do it for fun and see how that goes. So, yeah. When you're, um, like the trails and everything where you are, it's like, <laughs> forgive the naivety of this question. Is it safe to just go out and run the trails wherever you are and everything? Because like, even over here, there's areas that yeah. are questionable. And, and the, if the question does come up more and more, really, that some places people no, don't feel safe. No, totally. Not a naive question safe. at all. I, I talk about this a lot. I've been assaulted two or three times here in the streets, uh, definitely in the streets. And, um, and it's been really scary. I actually, that's why I, that's probably one of the other reasons I started the run club was it started off as a little selfish reason. I'm like, I Mm. can't keep running by myself. A lot of bad things have happened. Um, and so, you know, I run with pepper spray. I run with the taser. I run with one earphone, you know, even in the summer when it's burning hot, like I have to think like, should I run in my sports bra? because I don't want people to think that yeah. I'm trying to show them something. So, um, uh, and that's another reason why I would drive all the way, you know, 30 minutes to Santa Monica and run at the beach because everyone's running in a sports bra. And if they're running in a sports bra, that can happen to me. Um, and the trails for whatever reason, yeah. I remember how I said, I was surprised that a lot of people don't go to the trails and run. Um, I actually feel a lot safer in the trails because mm. there aren't a lot of people out there, which is spooky, but, um, out of the hundreds of, of, of things that have happened to runners out in the, you know, suburban areas in the trails, it's happened once or twice. So it still happens. Um, we just had a case where, uh, some, a woman was sexually assaulted in a, tr- in one of the trail parking lots up here about six months ago, but yeah, no, I actually feel safer out in the trails, I think then, um, the yeah, then on the, the roads for sure. So, um, yeah, I, th- how crazy is that, that you have to think about that, just that list of items for start and then previous experiences it's, and then it's stressful it's, because when you go out insane. with the intention of i need to i'm gonna do this workout um i i still get panicky like if and, and of course i don't want to the last thing you want to do is judge a man right you see a man down the road but you're the first thing you're thinking is like okay yeah. well what is he wearing if he does something what's my exit route uh okay it's getting dark okay uh should i go mm. this way oh there's someone at the corner okay sh- am i going to keep going straight i'm going to go left um, and so there's this added like pressure of the things you have to think about. So it, add, I can't imagine the quarters or levels. It kind of, I'm sure they go up. We are all stressed out about it. So it doesn't make training fun in that sense. Um, so yeah, it's hard. Cause now I have to, you know, I used to bribe my husband, like, can you go on the bike with me? And I will, we can go get in and out afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, like, for someone like for me who can just run out the back door and run onto the open trails it's yeah I do like I do like asking these kind of questions especially like even friends that live in cities in this country and different experiences and we have we have like um what would you call it initiative over here it's called I'm I'm pretty sure it's called she runs so it might be she runs trails Mm -hmm. or she runs races or something and it's like an initiative to um basically from the uh 
to help women participate more in sport in, in running especially and provisions for them That's in awesome. races and all this kind of thing and and I've been learning I've been just been learning lots from the information that they put out of just you know, like as a as a woman training as a woman entering a race as a woman um, running in the race just different barriers that like if I'm yeah. honest I haven't had so, yeah. as a man or living in a rural area and that kind of thing I've, there's other things that have affected me but it's been really good yeah, yeah I remember once I went running with my husband he was on a bike um and he had his headphones and I don't wear headphones when I go running but um he we were at a stoplight and mm. I remember some guys were like whistling and I'm like oh my god they have the audacity to whistle and my husband's right here this is crazy so uh and like things like that you would think like it's 2023 I get it like I get that people like maybe like to look or but I'm like some people just feel really entitled to say what they want to say um, and don't really understand how scary that might be on the other side um, for, for, for a woman, you know, being, imagine being by yourself and, you know, someone doing that. It's just, it's really, really, really uncomfortable. Uh, but um, I think it's nice that there are more initiatives and more people are talking about it. I think, you know, Runner's World has done such a good job with writing articles. Adidas just came out with an article um and really exposing that i don't know what the solution Mm. is to be honest i don't know if there is a solution i think the only way to really handle those things is just educating and talking about it um and like i tell my friends i'm like look it's as simple as if you see one of your friends doing something that probably is crossing the line is just saying hey that's not cool don't do that um instead of just ignoring it so the work continues for sure Mm. yeah definitely i think um yeah, if we could all have your energy, that might help as well. Because I'd be, I'd be, I'd definitely be scared like, to give you a wolf whistle. And I, I will throw My husband's like, you gotta be careful. And that's what happened. Which <clears throat> one of the times when I did get harassed was <clears throat> there was a guy on a skateboard, and he said something, and I was like, what the la la la, and he followed me for a mile, and he's like, you shouldn't have said anything. But I was like, well, if I don't say anything. Wow something can happen. And if I say something, something can happen. So maybe I'll just say something, but yeah, I'm, I have a spicy attitude. So, um, I, you know, you would think that that would help, but sometimes it doesn't deter people. Some people are just going to do what they want to do. Um, and it doesn't matter. So, um, but it does mm. help if you are really loud and they'll leave you alone. So what I'll do now is I'll run with a, with a speaker. It's a portable speaker, Bluetooth speaker. And so I'll put loud music. So whenever yeah. I'm running on the trails myself, people can hear me coming. And I'm, I'm really loud and I'll put, you know, like really bad word rap music. Rap what, music. What, but, you what know, music? Just like it, thug like, it out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you should go the other way and just put like classical yeah, maybe music I should. on or something. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of, you know, so... When it comes to um, when it comes to your social media, like I really enjoy it. And like I had um, like like I'll be honest. Before November last year, I'd been posting every day. Doing it's so funny! Seen, oh my I gosh, no love different. it. <laughs> some people might think it's funny, yeah, and some yeah, some people oh don't. God, it's hilarious. That's, that's just the nature of it. And like I just post what I think is funny or what I think is hopefully some useful advice, but back in November or the end of November, a couple of the videos started to catch fire and obviously it went, some of them went viral and I had like an influx of 
followers from the US and like having some conversations and I went on a US podcast with a lady Nikki and like it it's just it was just really good to have almost like fresh insights like seeing yeah. you, you your running and your community and, and Nikki's and like what because because like part of my job is to be involved in social media although I'm a running coach I use it to of leverage course. for my online coaching business I guess um that kind of thing mm-hmm. and lots of good has come yeah. out of it I enjoy social media so I'm always interested uh because obviously uh, there's a lot of conversation over here especially yes. about how bad it is and and yeah and why we should be spending less time on it and and to a certain extent I agree but as a creator I guess I'm always this is the mindset I have is like I'm self-employed I'm a running coach I right. control my no, own totally. kind of destiny is this kind of thing and I that's what I look at as with my social media if I don't want to see certain things then I right. can change yeah. my own algorithm and not see it yeah so when when I have a new influx of like the US followers and it's people like yourself that's great so do you have a similar outlook to your social media because I guess you're haven't you haven't got the same you're not looking to leverage it yeah um I was uh, definitely a social media hater I hated it when I first got on there and I think it was because I don't Mm. know maybe it was because I felt so much pressure like oh you have to do all these things um and I think as I grew I kind of used it on my end to help motivate people encourage people and not really be about performance and numbers and that's kind of the people that gravitate towards me I think and the people that I've I've generally um communicated with it's not the super competitive people it's the everyday person who's looking to want to get out there and feel motivated and feel a part of something and feel a part of the community and feel like they belong I feel like when you come into the LA running scene now it's all about um how fast are you and what brand is sponsoring you or what group is going Mm. to sponsor you um and I again I'm kind of I'm against the grain in a lot of things like that and so for me, it's been good because I go, okay, it's bad because a lot of people put out bad things. Um, and there are a lot of people like, like yourself, I, I love your stuff. And I'm like, this is great. This is a breath of fresh air. He's making fun of things. And I'm like, this is exactly what we need because we don't, we, it shouldn't be serious when at the end of the day, it's about running and how much we love running. Yeah. It's running. Yeah. It's, like, it's so crazy when people get their get so annoyed or get so get their back oh my god so i love your videos video I'm, like, I'm like we're talking about <laughs> I'm gonna like, share it because it is so true i'm like it is about running this is we should enjoy it this is fun yeah yeah it's like exactly i'm not talking about politics or exactly and it's so just, people just like, like you are the reason yeah. why they're still good in social media i think it's good to keep people grounded um and maybe have a few people have a different perspective of what's important because not everything that you know the top runner does is what running is um and a lot of it for the majority of people who do run it's Mm -hmm. the everyday normal person who does it because they love it does it to escape does it for therapy does it to be healthy does it for whatever reason um and uh i think i found that niche of like i know where i stand i know what i'm doing i know i know what i'm doing it for and why i'm doing what i'm doing um so i've i've really tried to use my platform for something good and not yeah not for personal gain um i'm not it's not like i make money off of anything that i've ever done um and uh now i don't find stress and i just really post genuinely 
what I do. Uh, there's no, there's no lies between mm. behind any of it. So, um, I'm just really, like I said, I just kind of share my passion for running and, um, I'm lucky that I still get to do it. And I think that's where it comes from at the end of the day is I work with people who sometimes don't, can't do anything. Um, and I think I have that perspective of like, mm. I just want to keep doing something that I love for as long as I can. We're so lucky that we get to do what we do. Um, there are hundreds of people who would switch places with us in a second, um, you know, and I don't take that for granted. Um, and I think that's maybe something that a lot of people don't realize like, Hey, you just got out and run and run an hour in mm. the mountains, man. There's someone who can't get out of their bed right now. Good job. You did something good today. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I don't think social media is, is bad. I think it can be used for bad, but I think as long as there's, there's, you do it for the right reasons, I think it can be such a cool thing to bring people together. And, you know, I, I came across your IG page and it's amazing. So, uh, and that's the other thing that I love about social media is I've met <laughs> yeah. so many people that I would have never, ever, ever met in my life. Um, and, and yeah, and I've met friends, a lot of my friends yeah, that I have now, which is kind of, sounds crazy to say, but some of my closest friends I've met through social media and we've met, uh, met up with running and here we are later. And I'm like, wow, if it wasn't for Instagram, I would have never met you. Um, and the, all the cool opportunities that I've had, even working with the, the coaching, um, team that I work with now, I would have never heard about them if it wasn't for social media. Um, you know, so yeah, I think it's, it's a cool, mm. cool avenue, especially for, if you're using it for the right reasons, it's, it's really, really beautiful, really. So cheers to you, Gary, you're doing awesome. I love what you're doing. I think it's him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not... <laughs> I, that's the only thing I, they're the only ones I know how I only know about running yeah I know what finds I that's find awesome I love it that's all I can post <laughs> <laughs> yeah when um I always think I, I've done a couple of talks on this in the past and and I, I realized at one point where like you, you'll be in the same boat I think where it's almost like a privilege and it was a luxury that we we were yeah. running before social media was a thing so like when I had to look up races it was it was on the internet, but I'd be in these weird, dodgy forums trying to look up for ultra marathons and turn yeah, up into a field yeah. with a load of old men. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, and there was no Facebook was a thing, but it wasn't it wasn't what it was. As in, yeah, you wouldn't post nobody the fact knew that I'd been to a race or anything. Like nobody knew that I was going to races really, apart from apart from the fact that I had a race T shirt and I turned yeah, up to exactly. Sunday league football kind of thing. So. That's a luxury, I think, because now imagine if you're, you know, like a lot of people come into running in their 30s, maybe when they've, yeah, they decide they want to get fit, but then they're just hit with a barrage of perfect running on Instagram and whatever social media platform and Strava. Imagine, I can't, if I had I know, Strava, it's kind of sad. If you don't, started, be, it'd be a different, like I love it, but I think I, I've learned how to use it, whereas, yeah, a lot of people, I, I imagine, it's just thrown upon them. And I had to learn through textbooks and, yeah, realize exactly. that, <laughs> magazines. Like, magazines and just, and just 
all kinds of stuff and then maybe the odd youtube video but even that wasn't and i know it exists good. because and i know so, you've gotten messages yeah, i've gotten messages of people be... you get me like hey uh i just want to know why i've been running for you know three or four months and i'm not getting any faster like other people are and i'm just mm. like it's not about and i think that's what it is it's like yeah it's not about anybody else except yourself it's okay and i think that's coming from this sense of pressure. Hey, I'm running. I'm not getting faster like everybody else. What can I do? And I'm like, it, it, you know, and I think if it wasn't for yeah. social media and people posting, you know, if it, if you, if you didn't post it on Strava, it's not real, this whole thing and posting your, your stats all the time. And for a while I didn't post my stats because I felt like I can't do that because I'm playing into this game. Um, and recently I've done it more for, uh, being more transparent about like, this is my training guys here. I'm, I'm putting in the numbers. Um, but, uh, for a while yeah, I didn't same. do it because I felt like I didn't want people who follow me to see me as like, Oh, look at her. She's running these splits that she's so fast. Like I'm not a runner. I don't run that fast. Um, and I don't really believe in that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a hard thing to balance out, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm so lucky. I love it. I love that back in the day I ran without a watch. I had like a Timex watch. It didn't give me a pace. Yeah. You would just start mm. it and finish it. And you're like, oh, I just ran five miles in like, I remember running in high school. I ran five miles in like 45 minutes or something. I had no idea what that meant. I was like, oh, 45 minutes. Okay, maybe next time I'll try to run it in 43 minutes. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> my coach didn't, no, no one knew what you were doing. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Yeah, the good old days. Like even like um, there wasn't even a thing. Weekly mileage and all that wasn't a thing. Like you said, I've told this story before, but like mm -hmm. I used to because I came to running a little bit later. I ran a bit in high school and then um, left it and then played f football, soccer, yeah, and then <laughs> came back to it like early, like mid twenties, I guess. But yeah, it was because I'd moved to a house full of prof other professionals that I didn't know. That couldn't afford the gym nice uh, yeah couldn't so i just started running but it, i just i still remember i would i would put my five like my football trainers on look at the clock <laughs> at the bottom of the stairs of this shared house go out running along wow. it was a, go out running along a canal like yeah <laughs> sit on a bench because i'd run out of steam run back and then look at the clock and see what the time yeah. was and that would be right i'll try and beat that next time kind of thing that that was it and for two years I was just running. Yeah, I just running because fit, yeah. but I was just running kind of thing. And I was running further. I didn't enter any races and didn't have any, any like comparison can be good. Comparison can be bad, but I didn't have anything to compare myself other than the exactly. fact that I ran exactly. slower. The good the old days. Before, Maybe we should do a social experiment one yeah. day and have no one run with watches and just, that would be fun. That would be good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that too. Harder, oh but... my god, you've been coaching <laughs> yeah. for a while. You know, I'm a little bit more newer. I'm a lot, a lot newer to coaching compared to you. So uh, that's been fun too. I really, really. That's been that's been cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's like I'm. Um, you do. Yeah, just again, yeah. you learn so much. Like even in a short space of time, I think. Yeah, I compare it to. Uh, this is a bit of an odd analogy, but I used to play a bit of like poker with cards. And you can, the amount of people that I have through coaching, it's like I'm, I'm mm -hmm. learning each time. It's like another hand of cards kind of thing. I was playing for fun kind of thing, but it's like learning every single time. 
like take one person through a marathon or another. It's really awesome. Love it. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, so Jess, that's you've been amazing. I've had an hour of your time. What? Give me an idea of uh, where you're going to hopefully take your running community and your own running in the next like, well i really hope that um, by six months we have a track so we can do some cool community track workouts with the people out here in the yeah in the valley um Get Jess and really a track. just kind of continue running <laughs> and um trying to push myself uh into more into the ultra marathon running world i think it's kind of the next goal for me and uh maybe run a 50 miler that's the next goal so uh, but mm. really the community is just, you know, share what we love to do, which is running with more and more people and try to get people out there to uh, take advantage of the SoCal Rays and run with their community members. Um, and yeah, and I'll just continue doing what I do, which is run, help people, uh, coach, and, uh, you know, <laughs> and uh, enjoy the 80, 80 degree weather out here. Uh, and uh, hopefully connect with more people. So, uh, yeah, I really, I really want to say thank you, Gary. Really appreciate it. I was so excited when you reached out to me, and I was like, "Oh my God, Gary wants to talk to me. This is great." So, uh, t- definitely talking to you know MVP out here, um, and uh, really appreciate it. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And what is the that is yep i am on instagram tempo instagram? with uh is jess it? and come out there and say hi to me on there yeah and uh tempo yeah. with jess check me out there hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.